and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? We're going streaky! Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arvalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. This little song. Another day, another few uh, liver cells ended. <laughs> Always remember that I have taken more out of alcohol than alcohol has taken out of me. <laughs> Welcome into Draft 29, everybody. Uh, this is Draft 29 up on the scale, as it were, up on the clock. Uh, welcome in, Coley and Sandro. Yo, yo. Hey. We got a lot to get to today. Um, obviously, we got to how's your week. This time, we're all doing a week. Nice. You know, we don't have to. We don't have right. the full oh. history of uh, <laughs> Coley's year this time. Nice summary of the month. <laughs> I've got my scroll. <laughs> uh, we go over the worst things uh, about that bartenders hate. Uh, me and Sandro obviously have some uh, some feedback on that as well. And then we uh, we spend a little bit of time dealing with the World Cup because the World mm-hmm. Cup is huge right now. Oh yeah! But uh, all that being said, if we're going to do that, we're going to get parched. So we might as well get onto the beer of the day. Nice. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. Today's beer of the day comes from uh, San Diego. I mean, it's not bad that we live in California and go to San Diego for some very good beers. Mm-hmm. And this one comes from a brewery we have not yet done. Bitter Brothers Brewing Company, and we're tasting the Prodigal Son nice. Amarillo IPA. So, uh, again, this is from San Diego, California. The ABV on this particular uh, brew is 6.8. Alcohol. IBUs. Finally, we get one that actually gives you the IBUs. Nice. Uh, they are 55. And out of 1,400, not that many yet, out of 1,400 reviews on Untapped, it's a 3.71. So here's what uh, Bitter Brothers has to say. Is I'll let you all take a little, a little sip of that. Mm. You asked, we answered. Prodigal Son is our take on America's favorite craft beer style, the IPA. A true showcase of Amarillo hops. This ale has an intensely fruity character and unique sweet orange flavor. Uh, the can also gives a little bit more information as well. The appearance is golden color with an off-white head. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, the aroma is citrus, specifically orange, and floral notes, and the flavor is fresh orange, pepper, and a clean, bitter finish. And it does actually give you some pairing recommendations. Nice. I like those. Enjoy with curry. Yes. Tater tots. Even better. Or tater trots. Both uh, together. We tater. Yeah, we curry them, taters. We call them the trots. <laughs> well, you... <laughs> You would definitely have tater trots if you made curry tater. <laughs> <laughs> that would happen. Um, if you're when you're done with your tater trots, orange sponge cake, sponge cake, mop it all up with <laughs> some <laughs> orange yes. sponge cake. Um, Why though? You missed a spot. Why orange sponge cake? And yeah, like specifically, it's orange sponge cake. Um, also enjoy it with Seinfeld, the one about soup, and your dad. Nice. <laughs> your dad? It might be your dad. <laughs> yeah. Whatever dad. So. I don't know. What do you guys think? 
I think uh, it's good. I like it. It uh, it's, it's pretty mellow on the back end of the IPA. I think yeah, it really is. Very kind of kind of balanced, a little round. Um, I do I do like the Amarillo, uh, like the single hop beer. It's mm-hmm. nice to just be able to taste that kind of flavor. Yeah, it it's really, really bitter forward, but it does mm-hmm. mellow out. Yeah, the the back end of it is not yeah. big at all. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what she said. said. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a very easy drinking beer. Again, it's six point eight, so it yeah. you know it'll get the job done. Yeah, but it's not bad. It's not remarkable either. I'm no. not. I'm not like, oh yeah. my god. I think it'd be one and done for me, but after that one, you know. But yeah. I, it's cool to try it out and like enjoy an it. occasional beer. Like you have yeah. a six pack in the fridge and you drink it like occasionally. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. You know. Right. Yeah. No, it's good. Well, that that applies for a lot of things. I, was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> I think the can's really cute though. I kind of like they do like the little funny things on the back. Yeah. And the front says, "Of course, our can is always half empty." Yeah. They've got a good sense of humor here with these guys, so that's cool. I like that. I always appreciate that. Fun note: as I was uh, researching them, and by the way, you can find them online at bitterbrothers.com. Um, they're not brothers. There are no bitter brothers. You'd expect that the you know you'd have like almost like an integrin kind of mm. situation where you have like you know the brewer and then I mean, so you have two guys doing it, right? Yeah. No, it's um they have uh they call him Bitter the Elder, who is uh I guess the owner essentially. Okay. Then you have uh, a lady who I think is his daughter, and then a Bitter the Younger who I think is his son. And then you have the brewmaster and then some other guy that didn't have a title. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, so there are no brothers involved in Bitter Brothers. Hmm. All that being said, though, I'm ready to drink. Nice. Cheers. Cheers. Round one. Yup. Hey, I think I'll have a beer. Hey, Say my name. Yeah. Hey, It's funny how accurate that little sound is at the end of that, at the end of the, uh, the really first is. round, because it, it sounds exactly like every time we open it up, I hear that when, when at the end of the round, I look around to see who, who hadn't yet opened their beer. Nice. <laughs> so um, now that that's over, uh, let's uh, go ahead and move over to the song of the day, which I actually was able to tie into this. It was, it was at the end, though. Nice. It, I almost didn't get a song for this. makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. So this is AJR. I know Coley, uh, you're a fan of their um, uh, their sober up song. Oh yes, I, I played love for you. Sober this is great. Um, AJR is an American pop rock band composed of multi instrumentalist brothers Adam, Jack, and Ryan Met. AJR. So these guys actually are brothers. Though. They are actually okay, brothers. Gotcha. Yeah, they're they're not Thanks. faking it. Wasn't, wasn't there a band that faked uh, being brothers or something? I had to sell. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, no, no. It was uh, the White Stripes. Everyone thought that uh, they were uh, Jack oh, and Meg were brother and sister. But they were sister, like ex-husband and wife Yeah, or, or maybe they were married. No one really got a yeah. clear answer on what the hell is going on yeah. with that. But, um, no, they are actually are uh, related. Obviously, the first name is derived from their initials. The band is a do-it-yourself pop group who write, produce, and mix their own material in the living room of their apartment in Manhattan. Good for them. I'm sure their neighbors love that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it down. <laughs> 
They're like, just drink another beer. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure that, that, they go, that goes over real well out there. Um, their recent success with Sober Up, which is the one we talked about, Coley, um, was actually co-written by Rivers Cuomo of Weezer. Really? Nice. Some of the few things that I'm not a big Weezer fan, oh, except for the first two albums in that song. Gotcha. Oh, and their version of Africa? I'm in on. I'm in on. It almost, I mean, to me, it almost sounds like the normal version of Africa. Sounds like the original one. Yeah, right? I don't. I, everyone lost their mind over that, and I was like, mm, kind of sounds like the original one. It kind of, yeah, it kind of got me back into the original one, in Nick a way. Nick loves Africa. It's like on his iPod. Like, it comes on. Like, We'll be having a barbecue or a party, and I'm like, dun 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 so the way that they actually ended up making it in spring of 2013, uh, the R of AJR, Ryan, tweeted a link to a video of their song uh, called I'm Ready to about 80 celebrities, including someone that we talked about in a previous draft, Sia. Oh, yes. Sia told her manager about the song, uh, forwarded on that link, and her manager contacted a guy named Steve Greenberg, who is a former president of Columbia Records, and he now has his own label called S-Curve Records, and now that guy acts as their manager. So they're currently on the festival circuit tour in the U.S., so they're doing like Life is Beautiful, Bumbershoot, those kind of things. So if you are interested in seeing these guys live, I hear they're pretty good live. AJRBrothers.com to go with our BitterBrothers.com beer. Great job. Cheers to that. Cheers, everybody. Or Lahayim. <laughs> that too. Oh uh, yeah, I, uh, this this beer's all right. I can I can get into yeah. this. Yeah, it's now, it's really easy to drink. You might know better than me about this, Sandro. I mean, I'm I know what a mosaic tastes like. Yeah, like cause I tend to drink a lot of mosaic beers. If okay. I see a mosaic, I just tend to drink it. Uh huh. Is what we're tasting here part of that? The the kind of come down at the end is that an amarillo? Yeah. Kind of feature or? Yeah, I've uh, I've tasted that in some other IPAs where they added into it, and it definitely gives it that super round flavor at the end. That kind of kills not kills the hops, but it just definitely like kind of dissipates you know it's, it's not very strong at the end there so yeah I, I would say that amarillo is is more uh malt forward for sure yeah yeah that's that's not bad but again we'll get through it yeah no it's because that's cool. what we do here at yeah. the booze cast no, it's interesting it's something that i probably wouldn't have tried which mm. i'm stoked on trying now so thank right. you thank yeah. you for opening up my palate hey i'm here <laughs> here to help so coley how was your week my week was pretty good i went to a friend of mine who was opening up her own like beauty shop in thousand oaks and she had a little get together like celebration grand opening and i made sure i put my name in a raffle and i ended up winning a free set of eyelashes nice. like they got well a, <laughs> that's awesome yeah like she, it's, it's like really eyelash extension who did they belong to before <laughs> their eyelash extensions are yeah they didn't belong to anybody i promise oh, okay, cool. hand me downs yeah Ooh, <laughs> no thanks <laughs> you've, been, you've inherited grandma flo's eyebrows <laughs> oh no or no, eyelashes no. whatever sure they were Congratulations. Nice. but they're yeah they're i don't know i, I really like the that's false cool. eyelash look and my eyelashes are dark and long anyway but mm-hmm. they could always be darker and longer and fuller that's what I said. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you knew that Preci- was coming. I did, precisely. I saw the look on your face. I knew it was happening. Uh, celebrated my brother-in-law's birthday on Saturday. We had a little pool party for him, even though it was kind of cloudy. Mm-hmm. And I actually picked up these drinks at the store because my sister-in-law's on the keto diet. And it's like a hard sparkling water called Truly. 
Okay. A hard spark. So almost like a hard like, white flour or something like that. I want to say it's like 5% alcohol. I yeah. don't know what. I didn't really check to see what it was. Mm-hmm. I assume it's like a malt it's beverage like, type like a thing. a sugar-free Zima. Yes. Terrible. And I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, no, for sure. It, no. I, love, I love LaCroix. Like, I love sparkling water. Yeah. I like so sparkling water. you're being water. picked on in the fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> My lord. Where? <laughs> uh, anyway, I just want to say it's really good. And if you're looking for something that's 100 calories, I think it's zero grams of sugar. And, I mean, it, you know, it gives you a decent buzz if you drink enough of them. Yeah. And you don't get, like, that sugar pit in your stomach. Huh. That oh. makes you like, ugh. if you don't feel like drinking beer, it's less bloat. Yeah. Sometimes I get like bloated in the pool and I'm wearing a bikini and I'm like, mm. and you can't dive to the bottom. <laughs> can't play the ring game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, can't. I haven't been able to do that for years. My ears pop. Just can, like bobble around like a cauliflower. Just her butt sticking in the air. She's trying her yeah. hardest to. So anyway, truly, truly, if you, if you guys are looking for nice. something a little bit more refreshing that doesn't have the sugar, it's it was enjoyable. It's like soda water. I've like, been seeing a lot a of buzz. white claw out oh, there. They're so popular. I know that sure. that's kind of the next thing. Mm-hmm. It seems maybe yeah. coming along. Just different. And nice. uh, Sunday was Father's Day. It was nice. We uh, we hosted. We host a lot of our parties and stuff. You guys got a great backyard for Thank it. Thank you. So. The shanty. My two year old, almost three year old niece was uh, taking orders at the shanty for food and beverage. <laughs> nice. And man, she she, whi- she whipped up a lot of food for us. We told her no underage drinking, though. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Not okay. But she she got us coffees and uh, so, nachos. But and you burritos. guys are the cool aunt Dang. and uncle then, right? Essentially. So when she does underage Perhaps. drink or like, you know, gets drunk and can't go home and get trouble with the parents, they'll be calling you. I mean, maybe. Probably. <laughs> I'm hoping that she just, you know, follows all the rules and doesn't get... Uncle Nick and Aunt Nicole in any trouble. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, she's she's pretty cute. So it was a, it was a pretty fun weekend. Nice week. Nice. Sandro? Hello. How was uh, your week? It was pretty chill. Uh, worked, but um, had a good time this weekend. Got to uh, enjoy some time with my kids and my dad on Father's Day. Got a set of starter golf clubs. I'm pretty pumped on that. I've never really golfed before, but... I'm embracing being old, and that's the new direction that I'm going into. <laughs> so golf, let's do it. Why not? So uh, no, it's a cool bunch of people I work with golf, and uh, it's a good way to network and just kind of get out there. So drink while yeah, you're a drink. A yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. And then uh, yeah, I woke. I was waking up like at five to watch the World Cup games when I could, and just kind of just enjoying myself. So pretty mellow, but uh, back into the grind once again on Monday. One more time. <laughs> it's never ending <laughs> and then one more time next week yeah no uh my week was pretty good nice. um you know we recorded on thursday so it hasn't been a whole lot to update mm. you on since that happened um i don't remember what i did friday to be perfectly honest with you nice um probably barbecued i've been i've been really getting into grilling lately and marinating and uh cool. oh man I, I i roasted some brussels sprouts i think on friday night mm. nice. on the fire tossed them with some fresh garlic and <laughs> just Sat out there by the fire with my pooch. So nice. it was not a bad day. Uh, went and hung out with Mikey at uh, his bar, The Local. Watched some uh, some World Cup on Saturday. Nice. That was good. Pretty busy over there? Yeah, for for World Cup, yeah, because he's really promoting it. He's also doing a lot of the um, the brackets yeah. as well, and oh, people are really into that. Okay. And he tried to get me to go in, but even the, the NCAA, the, the March Madness stuff, where I actually know some of the teams, mm-hmm. I'm still like I don't even get involved in that because I don't follow it close enough. Yeah. Soccer, I do That's not. That's the best time to do yeah. it. I do it and I kick everyone's ass every year. It's shooting in the dark for sure. And I'm I just, just like, I, oh. and I'm always the one that misses the deadline. Right? They don't tell me because they don't think I want to play, <laughs> and I don't have any money. And I kick their flipping asses every time. Yes. Yeah. Well, well nice. next time you'll there be ahead you of the deadline. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't remember who it was, but there's a friend of mine that always chooses by the mascot that she likes. Nice. And somehow she always ends up winning something. Dang. That's you know, how like the colors okay. and the mascot, the combination of those two. <laughs> That's how a guy at my work picked um, football teams for the Pick'em League. Oh, right. They did one at our work as well, like what, you know, what Nick does every week. And mm. um, yeah, he was just picking on mascots. He literally knew nothing about football. And I was like, mm, let me help you. <laughs> First year I played fantasy football, I, I had no idea what I was doing and I won. Nice. Haven't won since. Nice. <laughs> so I, maybe I'm yeah. overthinking it. I think I've never won it. fantasy. That's what that means, I think. It's like Reggie Bush. Getting you negative three points. Sometimes you're just not good Sometimes at what you do. Sometimes you're not good at what you do. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of not good at what you do, uh, there are a few things here we're going to go over in the news. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, so our first story actually comes to us from the Chicago Tribune. And this has to do with Goose Island. Did you guys hear about Goose Island had some issues with their uh, Bourbon County beers? No, I didn't. Yep. That was Darby. I t- didn't nice hear that save. either. Nice save. Darby's tearing apart the studio over here. <laughs> little jerk. Um, it's a good thing she's cute. Yeah, lay down. I, 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 <laughs> I think she's fine now. Yeah, no, she's over here by me looking for more stuff to tear up. Um, yeah, but Bourbon County... Um, the Bourbon County beers that they put out had some issues. Um, in Thanksgiving 2015, the brewery released its annual batch of Bourbon County beers. You know, it's a, kind of a big deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they make some of the most heralded beers in the industry, as we know. But quickly, the people that had bought them started complaining of a sour and rancid, just, just off flavors. And they're later linked to the presence of lactobacillus acetotolerans. Whoa. You sounded right. like a true scientist. It's a mouthful. Wait, did I say Toto? Do we got to sing some <laughs> Weezer now? <laughs> um, it's some type of uh, bacteria that uh, affects the flavor, but doesn't actually make it, doesn't make you ill. So two gentlemen uh, took offense at this. And even though Goose Island had offered refunds to people who bought it, um, what were their names here? Uh, basically, these two men together rejected about $8,000 in recompense that Goose Island tried to pay them for what they had bought. Are their names Todd and Chad? Because that sounds like a Todd and Chad. <laughs> should be, right? <laughs> um, let's see. What are their names? Oh, so two Massachusetts residents. So Jeff Roach and Scott Kaplan. Hmm. Jeff and Scott sued Goose Island February 2017, claiming they were unable to get refunds due to the process being underpublicized and available for an unreasonably short period of time. They had purchased, uh, Roach, uh, Jeff Roach had purchased 32 bottles Holy cow. of Bourbon County Stout for $600, Why? two bottles of Bourbon County Coffee Stout, and six bottles of Bourbon County Barley Wine. Kaplan uh, bought a little bit, oh wait, no, he bought more. No, he bought less. Kaplan bought 12 bottles of Bourbon County Stout, two bottles of Bourbon County Coffee Stout, and only one bottle of Bourbon County Barley Wine. So Goose Island tried to offer uh, Mr. Roach five thousand dollars for the six hundred that he spent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. In recompense. Okay. And three thousand to Kaplan, and they turned it down. They actually sent after a few weeks after they got the check, they sent it back. Wow. So after the uh, the men's lawyers returned the checks, insisting they want to press forward with the class action suit. However, Goose Island lawyers argued that even though the plaintiffs returned the check. Kaplan and Roach's claims are moot because Goose Island had unconditionally offered all of the relief that the plaintiffs seek 
and there's no more relief that the court could provide. And the judge said, you are correct, and threw the case out. Wow. So they, Serves them so they right. got boned out of eight thousand dollars. They got boned out of eight thousand dollars <laughs> for being too greedy, too greedy uh, New England Idiots. bastards. <laughs> now we're gonna file the next story, story number two. Under well, that defeats the purpose. Uh, <laughs> Uber has filed a patent for an artificial intelligence system, which could be used to tell if passengers are drunk, and potentially refuse them service. I Brett, okay. I saw a snapshot about that on. I don't remember who it was on Instagram. Maybe I follow the fat Jewish. It might have been him. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you talk about him a lot. He's really He's funny. funny. He's hilarious. He's really funny. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say I saw that, and I'm like, this can't be true. And then I for, I was like on my way to lunch, mm-hmm. and then we started talking about work, and I forgot to look into it. So I'm... Now you get to learn the oh story. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So the artificial intelligence system invented by Uber engineers will be capable of guessing a user's state through machine learning. They call it the techalyzer, like a breathalyzer, but more tech. Stupid. Uh, it'll be able to work out whether passengers are likely to behave abnormally during a trip and then automatically, quote unquote, modify their journey. The patent does not explicitly mention inebriation. However, here's the description of the technology in the patent. A travel coordination system identifies uncharacteristic user activity and may take an action to reduce undesired consequences of uncharacteristic user states. The system uses a computer model to identify user and trip characteristics indicative of that unusual user state. So the tech would actually monitor users' data input accuracy and speed, interface interaction behavior, device angle, and walking speed based on their smartphone. Question. Yes. Is Lyft going to do this? Because I will use Lyft from now on. I had that same thought. And, this and is some BS. Wow. Well, this is a patent that's been filed. So nothing has actually happened yet. But the tech is there. So essentially sure. what they're saying is that if you're stumbling around drunk, yeah. you know, trying to type Uber into your phone, the phone will know it and yeah. and go from there. Yeah, but that's, what? like you said, that's, I mean, that's Keeps what I'm purpose. saying. That's the whole point. Right? Is like I'm Get drunk. Safe, I'm drunk. Drive. Yeah, I like I've had too much. To, I might not be like belligerent or like incoherent mm-hmm. but like i know i would blow over a 0.08 or close to it and i don't want to risk it and i want to ride home yeah huh. yeah well we don't know what they're going to do with this technology yet but they, they have filed a patent for it Crazy. they also take into account the time of day as obviously yeah. oh for the, the I, i'm banned that's it they're like oh this girl orders you already got app. banned once right <laughs> <laughs> so what was that? Uh, Quick side note, sidebar. Dick, as I like to dick say. Nick. <laughs> I believe uh, that was the man responsible. No, I actually think Chad, Ch- Chad, oh, Chad, and another Chad. Chad set up my account, and I, somehow Nick's phone number was under my account. Wiley used to live in a gated community, mm-hmm. and I had called an Uber. Nick and I were drunk in Wiley's garage, and I kept calling an Uber. I didn't know they were there, by the way. They're just not hanging out. Nice. With us. No, awesome. we were all Fair there. We played shuffleboard <laughs> and Xbox or something, and. I kept going, where the F is my Uber? And I'd look, and they'd be at the gate, and no, no one was calling me. Nick's phone was off in mm. my car at, like, the shopping center in the area oh. where, where Wiley lived. So they kept calling his dead phone. I couldn't understand why they weren't calling me. Ouch. It was, I had, like, 11 missed calls, and then Uber wouldn't let me take Uber for, like, six months. Oh. They put her in Uber jail. Oh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Dang. they brought me back up and I have like a 4.97 rating. Wow. Because I'm a really great Uber-er. <laughs> I sit so good. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't, I don't act out a lot. Good conversation. I'm not, I'm not a drunk a-hole, you know? Right. 
I use it all different times of the day. I use it Sunday to get back and forth to the to brunch and the chili cook off, and mm-hmm. then to, to dinner good. at Chi Chi's, and <laughs> I use it all day long. Chi Chi's, it's really good. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry, I sidebarred, but I was. No, no, no. I was gonna actually gonna bring that up because you're the only person I know that's actually gone to Uber jail before. So <sighs> we had to we had to mention that in some yes. capacity. Oh. But I'm out. Like I said, I have a that's really cool. high rating. Wow. Don't no. turn me down, Uber drivers. I promise. Yeah, I think I have a. a <laughs> I got my shit together. I cleaned it up. I got the right phone number on my account. Nick doesn't even have an Uber. It's You've all done your up. penance. It's squared away. Yeah, I think I have a four nine six, and that makes me go, wait, what did I do to to lose a star or le- lose those point oh four or whatever? You got me curious. About oh, what, what's your wait? Before you look, what's your over under? What do you think you are? Uh, I think I'm a five. You think you're no? There's no <laughs> oh, way you man. would, Sandra. There's no Come way on. you're a five. Why wouldn't I be a five? Well, um, because no one is that here. <laughs> go to like the yeah. There you go. It says it underneath your name, I think. Oh, four point nine, really? <laughs> Ouch. So I'm a four point nine seven. You're just a four point nine. Oh man. Lame God. sauce. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. What, a, what Fine. a loser. I get it. I get it. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> what a loser. So one last note on this. Um, they do say that it could be that Uber would just assign a driver that's okay with taking buzzed mm. up people about town. And this actually comes from the UK. So instead of saying buzzed up people or buzzed up customers, they called them sozzled wallies. Sozzled wallies. Sozzled. I was going to lose my bollocks and cock. <laughs> sozzled wallies. What? They just need to make like the little... Um kind of like domes inside for the driver, you know, so that way you can't mess with them. I think that's what it's really boiling down to, right? Like the driver car. doesn't want to get messed with. We right? need Uber trailers. Yeah. Or where you never actually have to interact with the driver at all. They just kind of put you in a little like, you know. Like an RV, like a bubble. Winnebago. Like a <laughs> get in the back. Strap you in and off you go behind some Prius or something. It'd be amazing. Crazy. So we're going to our favorite state for the next one. Florida man, Florida man, there's no one like a Florida man, the dumbest in all the land, there's no one like a Florida man, they got lots of haters and lots of alligators, they really probably should be banned, Florida man, Florida man. All right, here's your Florida man headline of the week. Florida man chugged a beer after being pulled over. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to go down. Dang. Just do it. So a Florida man is in jail after allegedly chugging down a beer after being pulled over for suspicion of drunk driving. <laughs> Their names are just the best. Um, 48-year-old Daryl Royal Riedel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that dude. Rob Riggle's brother or cousin? <laughs> Daryl Royal It could be Rydell, but even Daryl Royal Rydell is also pretty good. But um, <sighs> he led police on a chase on June 14th. It ended with him getting out of his pickup truck, holding a beer and gulping it down in front of the deputy that pulled him over. Deputy Lopez was in pursuit of Riedel and used his car's PA system to order him to stop. So imagine him drunkenly weaving down the, the freeway with a cop yelling at him, pull over. Slow down, pull over. Riedel waved his hand out the open window <laughs> as if to disregard my order, according to Lopez. <laughs> like passing it no, off like, yeah, eh, nah, eh. I'm good, I'm good. Uh, Riedel told the deputy that he had fled out of fear. <laughs> he was jailed Thursday evening without bond. He is currently facing three felony charges for DUI, fleeing and eluding officers, and driving with a suspended license, as well as two misdemeanor charges for reckless driving and refusal to submit to a DUI test. Dang. 
current court records do not list a lawyer for that man. Ouch, dude. He's in a world of trouble. Yeah, dude. He's like, Florida man, baby. Three strikes and you're out all in one right there. Oh, dude, I just, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I got you. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Don't need your help. Nothing to see here. I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that's the way the news goes. So, Coley? Well, you guys have been bartenders before, right? Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Where where were the places you worked? Islands was one of them, right? Ooh, yeah, I was in Islands uh, on Colorado and Pasadena. Uh, it was actually before they opened the theater. So it actually, it was the smallest bar in the chain at the time mm-hmm. and the busiest in the chain. And there were a lot of islands at the time because we were next to Yard House. Yeah. Yard House would get busy. Everyone came to us. That makes sense. Nice. So we'd be like, you know, three, probably three deep on weekends. And But then the when the um, they redid the, the theater, they put a bar in there, so mm. people didn't have to come. Gotcha. Well, I tell you, the night that Borat debuted <laughs> was a madhouse. Success. It was definitely great success that day. <laughs> we should have a special drink, the Pamela. The right. Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I loved I love that movie. You know, when I was in Colorado in 2007, when I was telling you guys, mm-hmm. we went mm-hmm. to... Denver. We had Denver omelets. <laughs> nice. Look how Sandra was like, he actually looked in the kitchen. <laughs> he did. There, there um, in there? <laughs> that movie was like the theme of our spring break trip. It was great. Like we just quoted everything from that movie. That's awesome. That movie yeah. was so good and then got kind of saturated. Like we just yeah, saw it too much. But exactly. I bartended then, there for a while, then went to um, Fred's Mexican Cafe, which there's only one now. They put a lot of them out of business because they're just kind of consolidating. Started okay. in Hawaii, but now it's the one for anyone listening that's been to Huntington Beach. It is a Mexican restaurant that overlooks the pier, and they serve every margarita in a 20-ounce glass. Huh. Uh, great special. That's where a lot of the margaritas that I made for uh, BDN's birthday yes. um, came from. I was going to say, you liked bartending so much. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> I especially love making margaritas. Nothing makes yes. me happier than making margaritas. Even bartended at Nick's yeah. birthday. Nice. So. So. And then where did you bartend? Uh, I bartended at a place called the Lookout Bar and Grill in Oxnard. It's uh, in the Channel Islands Harbor, like overlooking all the boats. I keep oh. meaning Super to go there. Super nice. Like, look, like the view of it is amazing. Um, it definitely has a lot of potential. And uh, it's a cool mix of locals, but then also we're close to the base. So we... Constantly are getting new CBs in, you know, and there's different groups of them that come and go. So, you know, it'll be emotional when they leave and then new ones will come and they've been in the desert for months and hadn't drinking and all of a sudden, you know, so it's like a balance of like, yeah, so it's cool. And then uh, definitely met a lot of really cool people uh, working there. It was, it was great. Um, You know, made some good money. It definitely would get really busy. I was like the bartender started out just kind of. Doing, uh, you know, bartending, helping out with, like, the bar back and all that good stuff. Um, and then ended up being, like, pretty much the head bartender there. Worked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Monday nights. All right. So, yeah, those are the money nights. Well, two seconds. It's time. Round two. I'll have another. So, technically, in German, this means please, brothers. Right? Bitte? Huh. You guys are looking at me like I know what I'm talking about. I'm I, I, <laughs> do I look like I speak German? I told you I took a little bit of Spanish in high school and I could just say hello, my little cauliflower in French. I mean, that's like the extent of my foreign language. That's more than I can do in French. All right, well. <clears throat> yeah. So, what were your top five things, Wiley, that you could not stand about bartending? Or the worst parts of your job? Only five? Only, only five. Only five. <laughs> um, honestly, like the, the biggest thing that got there are a couple of things that got to me. Like, I damn, I 
You're springing this on me. Sandro, do you have five? Yeah. Like, well, I'm I, one right off the bat is when people tear up their coasters underneath oh the bar. God, yes. And then there's oh. like a pile of coasters underneath, right? Yep. That's annoying that's, as fuck. That's a good one. Like, what? go see a counselor yeah. for whatever's <laughs> wrong yeah, with you. Yeah, for reals. Agitation. And then people that don't know what the fuck they want. You're like, uh, uh, uh. You're like, pick something already. Okay. You know, and like, I get it. It's really hard to get your attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you don't need my attention, then just stand off to the side, you know, figure out what it is you want. And I got you, you know, mm-hmm. but don't sit there and, like, I'm busy, especially if there's a bunch of people. Come on. Go to the bar ready to buy your shit. Like, have I the feel- money in your hand, you know? I feel you. Yep. Uh, I no, mean, I'll- having to deal with drunks is pretty gnarly. Sometimes, like, fights, we would have some fights there and. A couple times I'd be like, no, please stop. And other times I'd have to like jump over the bar oh, no, to like no separate people and mm-hmm. like, oh man. Yeah. So that, that gets a little intense. And then music, every once in a while you get like a live band in there that just fucking sucks really bad. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, they're really loud. You're like, what? What did you want? What? <laughs> so there's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of little things. But yeah, you know, the money's always worth it at the end. You know, have a That's pocket full true. of cash at the end mm-hmm. of the night. You're good to go. That and your partner. Like, it's cool to hang out with uh, whoever yeah, you're behind the bar with. totally. For sure. You make some Did friends. Did you just say partner? Uh-huh. Is, that, is that really a thing? Like I like that. That's cool. You I actually have, that? haven't heard that until right now. I mean, that's I've really heard cool. That. Yeah. I never. Partners. Like it's like partner. your, partner, your, your partner in crime. Oh, I like or, that. That's really cool. But um, so one of the things that on your note about people not knowing what they want. Yeah were people that seemed to think that they were the only person there. Yeah. So you're there and like clearly like you're sweating. There are bottles flying around you in a blur. You're like, you're just like, you're just kicking ass. Yeah. And they're like, you know, like Uh, snapping or they're like, excuse uh, me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I saw you. My job is to see you. Yeah. It's fine. I'll get you in a second. The other one that I really, really hated, and this is actually more, I think, at Fred's than um, at Island's, was the uh, the trend of mojitos? That came along. <laughs> I'm sitting here muddling these things. Like, uh, dude, I used to. <laughs> I used to call them bomb drinks, and I don't mean bomb as they taste good. Yeah. I mean as you'd be there, you're like you're, you're doing your thing, you know, and you you train your ear to hear what that the well printer sounds like. Yeah. So you hear it go, so you know, okay, I go to Then you look, and there's one mojito table sixty five, and you look over at table sixty five, and there's like five or six chicks sitting there, like some. Girls' night out or yeah. a bachelorette party. Yeah. One mojito came in. You're like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. And that mojito goes out. And it's almost in slow motion, like a um, some type of like J.J. Abrams movie. This is like going out. It's like, bomb. And it sits down and everyone's eyes light up and all of them go, I'll have that. And next thing you know, you know, the biggest yeah, tickets the bomb here. Of them coming in. Yeah. So they go out and they <laughs> explode. And you're muddling for 20 minutes. Yeah. Your, your yeah, forearms, That's a good though, one. You no. must have had no. a really large size right. forearm. Not because of Kind of like working at Baskin Robbins. You know, the one arm you scoop with? You get like a large. Right? You got to scoop with both <laughs> My arms. My friend told me about that. I don't know. I looked like that when I was in uh, middle school, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, interesting. Hmm. Um, but no, I mean, you'd, so you'd see it go out. And the thing about, like, normally you get a bunch of drinks in. It's no big deal because right. you can line them all up. If there are certain, certain yeah. liquors at all, like, you, just, you know. No yep. big deal. Totally. Not with a mojito. Yeah. Each yeah, one yeah. There's no easy way around it. And I feel bad about some of the bartenders nowadays that these specialty mixology cocktails, and I'm one of the guys that wants a freaking Manhattan yeah. or or an old-fashioned, but those take you know work. You have to Definitely. shake it a certain way. You have to put a, you know, mm. it's, it's... Definitely. Slice it's a craft for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's more crafting going into it now, but, you know. Well, I guess I can say, I mean, you guys probably had a good time and fun experiences, but I... I feel like I was one of the lucky ones. I never had a waitress, bartend, host, do anything in the food industry. I literally have had like an office job my entire life (laughs) from like high school until essentially now. 
say the biggest one though is mm. shitty tippers, dude. Shitty yeah. tippers are the worst. You fucking work yeah. your ass off, like Wiley said, making all this amazing fucking. They're enjoying it, ingesting it, and then all of a sudden you just get boned with zero to nothing. That's and usually, terrible. usually yeah, they know they they've sucks. done bad, so they write an excuse in the tip line <laughs> or something like you didn't have a beer they wanted or something. Oh. They're like, next time get PBR oh. or something stupid Ouch, like that. And so they they're Hurt. doing that to make themselves feel better and give them an excuse to be an asshole, yeah, basically. Pretty much. Um, yeah. and, but the thing is, they usually come back because yeah. they're not actually mad at you. Yeah. And then you get to give them some shitty service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes yeah. around, comes around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I surveyed the internet, and you guys had quite a few. Nice. That were on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one was dealing with incoherent people. Mm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, people snapping and waving money at you, <laughs> which you guys talked about snapping and trying to get your attention. Yeah. People trying to stay after last call when oh, you're like, no, seriously, yeah. GTFO. Like, it's time. It's yeah. time to go. Like, get Closing out. Well, and see, I'm, a, I'm actually okay with that to a certain level um, if I still have stuff to do. But if you're there, like, let's say it's a food situation like at Islands yeah. where they, they got their food and... And we used to literally put all of the chairs up around them so they felt super uncomfortable. Mm. If they're sitting there carrying on and having their glass of wine and just chatting, it's like, obviously, it's time for us to go. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. Campers. 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 <laughs> oh, I hated campers. I hated campers. Uh, how about people reaching over the bar to get something? Oh, that's a no-no. That'll get right? you handled. Like, yeah. oh, I need like an extra uh, napkin or a straw or like a maraschino oh, no, cherry. Or, yeah, or when they go into your food, your little, like yeah. your bar food, that's mm-hmm. not cool. Okay. Not cool. Don't do that. Friends expecting free drinks. Did you guys ever have uh, friends come in that yeah. like were like, hey, Sandro, hook it up? Yeah, no, definitely. I've had, you know, a couple buddies definitely have cruised in. But I would sometimes be kind of slow and be like, hey, I'm bored. Like, cruise over. I'll, I'll get you a couple beers. Okay, you know what I mean? Right. And just it'll liven it up. All of a sudden, I've got a few of my friends in there, and then they call a few folks, and then people are buying beers That's good. just okay. for initial like picture or two. I, it was kind of worth it. Like I would try to balance it out. Okay. Well, yeah. luckily, most of my friends at the time that I was doing this were actually people that worked in the industry. Nice. So. Oh, okay. oh, so they understand too. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah they for got sure. It, yeah. Yep. For help. That's good. Uh, not having payment ready, which we talked uh, about. Yeah. yeah. People taking forever to order. Which <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> kind of yep. go hand in hand. Oh yeah. Slows down your your mojo. Whole th- I'll yes. just walk away. I just started walking away. Just, I'll, I'll be back. See you later. Uh, another one I found was trying to reason with sloppy people. And my mom always <laughs> quoted, like, you just never argue with a drunk. Like, you just don't do it because, you know. What's yeah. that great line from Fear and Loathing? Yeah, you that never- <laughs> you're, you're not actually talking to the person. You're talking to the drug. Oh, it's yeah. It's the same thing with drunk people. You're not talking to that person. Yeah, you're, you're talking, talking to the, the booze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was never turn your back on a drunk, especially when he's waving a, like a razor sharp hunting knife. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that knife? Uh, it's for the limes. Limes. limes? <laughs> what limes? Love that movie. Uh, people questioning your knowledge on drinks. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure that you're like, oh, I'm not yeah. stupid. I'm working oh behind a bar. Like, come on. And usually it'd be something stupid. Oh, like, yeah. uh, what kind of vodka do you put in a Jack and Coke? Like, I mean, that's an extreme example, but oh, my gosh. you get stupid stuff like that. You're like, can I see your ID? Mm. <laughs> I'd be like, you just want to come back here and make it. Or people who send their drink back. Oh, that's, I'm sure that's like, an, that, I, that's like a for not enough ego. alcohol. It happens. Okay. Well, that's why you pour a little bit of booze in the straw for people ah, like that, that dude. And that way, their first sip, they're like, "Damn, this bartender's on point." Is that Ooh. what you did? This shit's oh, watered yeah. down. Oh, like a- <laughs> I did the few times it got. It always got sent back because there wasn't enough booze in it. Like people don't understand. Like it's like people that tried to order um, Long Island iced tea with with limited mixers. We're still putting the same amount of booze in there. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're, you're getting extra stuff to fill up the glass. You're mm. just going to get a half-empty glass. Yeah. 
So if people send it back for not being strong enough, I just pour it right down the straw and go, there you go. Here you go. Enjoy. Yep. That's a little trick of the trade. See, me not being in that industry, and (laughs) I never send my drinks back. I'm just like, whatever, I'll just order a second one. If this one's not strong enough, two will do the trick. If I don't like it, I just don't order it again. That's my etiquette when I go to a bar. You know, and I've seen the shittiest bartenders. I had one today, actually, and I was just like, eh, you know, I get it. You know, I'll be done. No, I'm not. I'm not going to call them out, but um, it's just you. I just go into it next time knowing, hey, I I don't expect anything from this person. You know what I mean? And they're getting a shitty tip. Uh, no, I still feel bad. I'll tip like pretty well, actually. That's not good. bad. I feel bad about that. Because <laughs> it goes towards all other guys, too. You know yeah, what I mean? It's no, kind of like not just the bartender. You got all everyone else. I'm I'll, I'll leave it. If I'm mad, I'll leave 25%. Yeah. I'm like, suck on that. I usually leave 40. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know that. They're like, eh, whatever. Whatever, 25%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's the people that think you're skipping them, which we talked about. They're like, yeah, waiting. they're yeah. like, excuse me, I'm over here. You're uh-huh. not looking at me. You're not watching me. It's like those people. People not tipping well, which yeah. you guys covered. Splitting tips. Did you guys ever have to split tips with yeah. barbacks or stuff like that? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes, yeah. you know? You just kind of I mean, take that, it, as, it was pretty far yeah. down on the list that, yeah. I, you know, that I could find after surveying. Yeah. Uh, people asking you to charge their phone. That's kind of a new mm. one for like the, the past like 10 mm. years or so. So yeah. I don't know if you guys kind of dealt with that. Totally. Either. If, if cool people, I totally don't mind at all whatsoever. Okay. Um, you know, and if it gets really busy at a certain point, there's only so much you can do. But if, if you're nice, I don't mind. Okay. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. How yeah. about people asking for free drinks on their birthday? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, it's my dude. birthday. Oh, my God. Can, can I get a free drink for my birthday? I'll like, straight up give you a mat shot. I will. If you're like that, I'll like get a shot glass, get my bar mat, slip it on its side, and pour everything into it that's been catching oh, up throughout the night, and be like, "Happy birthday!" I just put a little whipped cream on top and be like, "There you oh, go." I just we, call it we call those gutter shots. Uh, yeah. So if, okay. I mean, you know, if someone's birthday and it's cool, like, yeah, you want to get, you know, whatever the birthday blowjob or whatever that they do, like, my boss would be totally cool with you getting me one of those. It's mostly just liqueur anyways yeah. but if someone's like oh my god give me one and you're like here you go <laughs> I, had, I had a friend actually um when we would go to fridays we were 21 there's not a lot to do in simi valley at that time and um she was one of the few chicks i knew that could really do a blowjob shot with like no hands, no hands. i mean literally she that's I, how they're supposed to be done i know and she <laughs> I, was i'll just I talk tried. shit if like no, you're I like tried. you're using your hands what i tried it i felt like it was gonna go down. <laughs> i was like oh i'm not i'm not cut out for this apparently so Nick told me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, just gonna go sit in the corner. Uh, where am I? Complicated drinks. Uh, yeah. People come in asking for like super complicated stuff. If or? it's not busy, um, I would I would be like, hey, show me your phone. Um, if I have it, I'll make it. But it it's like depends on how busy it was. Okay. I think the craziest drink I ever made was called a Baltimore Zoo. And it's what? a lot like a Long Island I'd see, <laughs> but dude, it's got a laundry list of shit. It has beer in it too, like okay. and it's a cocktail. But I was like, happy to make it if I had time and everything. But if it's like six deep or something, you're like, nah, uh-uh. Like, yeah. nope, sorry. I feel like it falls under, the, the mojitos fall under that category Compl- for me. Yeah, right? complicated drinks. But, uh, I mean, drinks you've a, never heard of. Was I Honestly, I've heard of most drinks. Okay. At least not anymore, but at the time. Because... Fun fact, I went to bartending school, which is not something I usually admit because it's a waste of money in California. I've heard. The one thing I got out of it is I knew how to make a shitload of random drinks. Right. So people come in and order a grasshopper. I'm like, okay, yeah, you got I got it. that. Yeah. You know, totally. Some is that minty? Yeah. Yeah. Creme de menthe. Um, or pink lady or I wasn't know, shy about looking at my I had a really good bartending book and if someone said something I'd be like yeah hold on one sec 
oh yeah, I got that, and I would make it, yeah. and they would be stoked. Which they version would be do you want? Yeah, exactly. So oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. Most of them have the the book that um, I think we might have looked through it as well, but it's got the uh, the plastic binding. Mm, yeah, on that's one the one. Side, the yeah, totally. Little, that's yeah. that's the one right there. Most for bars sure. have that. A, a, yep. a well thumbed through uh, okay. copy oh, yeah. of that yep. behind the yep. bar. I have like a Playboy Bunny drink guide. I got it like that one's good too. Barnes and Noble. Okay. That one's good too. Fifteen years ago, I don't think I was legally able to drink, and I was like, "Mom, can I get this book?" That's not a bad thing. Shout out to Shannon, my wife. Because she listens, she loves the show. Nice, um, nice. but yeah, right she did. The, she did the bartending school too, and uh, yeah, she'll tell you that. Yes, she probably didn't have to, but um, definitely learned a lot of drinks. And same thing, you know, just had. She has a plethora of bar books. Okay. And that's one of them, the Playboy ones. Well, cool. on, on on that note about the bartending schools, they will tell you, hey, we'll f- help you find a job. Yeah. That is not the case. Yeah. The that weird is, jobs that they got her were. Well, Because, <laughs> like, for me, they're just like, oh, yeah, like, you got an interview here at this place. Called, it's all uh, Craigslist stuff. It was just the same stuff on yeah. Craigslist. They're like, here yep. you go. Yeah, we uh, looked on Craigslist. Look, there you go. Or they know that this, like, you show up on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock, they'll probably interview you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they'll send you over there and like, yeah, we got it. And I walked in like, hi, I got an interview? We're like. You do? <laughs> it's actually next to the red line in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Oh, there was really? some, some bar overlooking the beach. Would have been sweet to work there. Yeah. Like, I got an interview here. I'm from a blah, uh, International Bartending School or American Bar, whatever that was. They're like, yeah, cool. we're all good. Oh. <laughs> I, I took it off my resume. I, I, there's, I wouldn't tell anybody because, and I, I talked to somebody about it, and their big issue with it was okay, they teach you a bunch of drinks. Hmm. But they could teach a monkey to make drinks. They don't yeah. care about that because usually you come up through a bar background. Did you come sure. up through a bar Oh, background? yeah, totally. Yeah. Definitely. So you learn the drinks through that and then you become a bartender you already know yeah. the drinks yeah what they don't teach you in bartending school is that you're taking an order while you listen to this guy over here who who needs something sure you're also ringing something up and making a drink like oh yeah you, multitasking, multitasking. They oh, yeah. do not teach you that in bartending school no. so they there's everyone pressure. Th- there's pressure and no. there's so much going on and they, they don't teach you that making so. like one dating drink at a time yeah exactly like, yeah, exactly. yeah. well okay. you make a bunch in a row yeah but that doesn't mean you're doing it while you're talking to somebody or or listening to some guy's oh, story yeah, yeah, yeah totally so yeah. all the bartending school people you throw them in a real bar they just crash and burn because yeah. yeah. you know at least a busy bar so. it's tough that really separates the you know people that want to be a bartender to people that are bartenders. Yeah, because you, know? you can lose your mind. I lost yeah. my mind a few times. I've seen bartenders uh, lose their minds, man. Like, just go crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's not a pretty, pretty sight. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember I was on shift at Islands on some random, apparently there are a lot of really good NFL games on, and the whole bar was full. It was just me. I think I did $1,000 in one hour. Wow. Right? And awesome. I was covering, like, four or five five tops plus the whole bar was full plus i was making drinks for the restaurant like yep. it, i was just yeah i was i Buzzing. was asshole bartender mode i had no time for your shit yeah like tell me what you want and yep don't expect and go any, sit down yeah, and i'll yeah, get yeah, it to you way and the manager done. walked up you know he's got his hands in his pocket it's like who's helping you i'm like fucking no one <laughs> yeah like, he's like cool wiley right on brother uh, <laughs> get back here no, yeah, dude. You're like, why don't like, you, do you get you your hands out of your pockets and start getting me some glasses no, or something no, no they don't do Ouch. that no. john yep. taffer would be really upset well i mean they sh- they should but oh. he, he in that case did not do can that. i add one more thing the yeah, things that annoyed me absolutely bartenders you would go okay the shift before you uh-huh. if they didn't prep their shit and they didn't clean oh, yeah. that would be because i would constantly be cleaning and prepping as i go that's just how i am mm-hmm. you'd get there and the shit would be a shit house like coasters everywhere sticky ass bar no Ugh. limes cut just bottles empty and the dude's like oh yeah i'm gonna get to it right now you're like no dude like it's my shift right now i'm here like you're not getting to it oh and the whole, and the whole oh, bar that was get full me. and i literally yeah. need everything you did yep do. yeah that's oh, the worst well that was oh. one of the last well it wasn't the full <laughs> thing that you said but it was like having to clean the bar was one of the yeah. things that bartenders kind of 
Yeah, I don't mind cleaning like, but it, it wasn't, but, but it wasn't like how you said not having yeah, it clean before you got yeah, there. That's the, your that's the thing. Like is, I would leave it. That wasn't nice. on there. Yeah, totally. It's courtesy because you kind of get used to doing the side work and you get it done mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. Because I remember um, talking to the yard house guys when when they'd come in, and especially if it's slow, because they'd come in and get some vodka sodas. Yep. Um, or vodka cokes before they went on shift because you couldn't really smell the vodka. And they'd give me a bunch of money as a tip, and then I'd go back after I got off and gave it all back. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst. But they came in, and I was talking to them about opening that, that yard house, and they said the list of side work at yard house was just pages and pages long yeah. for the bartenders. And when they were first opening it, they'd close at like 1. They'd do last call at 1. Mm-hmm. Like last call about 1230. They'd close at 1 in Pasadena there. They were there till 4 in the morning yeah. for the whole first week. Wow. Just trying to get it all done. He's like, no, no we're, we're done about a half hour. Yeah. You know, like you get yeah. used to what you can do and then like you kind yep. of adjust. And totally. then next thing you know, you're ready to go. Like I remember when we got off at 11, me and my partner, um, uh, Darlene, we were ready to go. Yeah. We nice. were ready to, uh, to make it happen. That's so, awesome. You know. Well, that's good. Yeah. Last but not least, it was just people sitting there that drink so slow. <laughs> so they order like one drink, you know, and they're probably like, can you refill my pretzels or whatever else they want? And they're not right. really yeah. ordering beverages, so you're not getting the tips. And yeah. It's not worth your time. It's the table that just, you know, two friends catching up from college 20 years later. They're like, oh, my God, let's catch up on my glass, one glass of wine yep, yep, for yep. four hours. They're also probably the ones that are going to camp. Campers, yeah, for yeah. sure. So Stupid campers. Those were kind of the things that the the interweb found uh, annoying about bartending, yeah. and I'm it was, it was pretty I'm glad spot you guys ha- yeah you guys yeah. had some yeah, really good way. feedbacks and stuff I hadn't heard about so. Well, thanks, now you know, guys. but you know, like because I know me and you have been out drinking a lot. I mean, that's something we do, and mm-hmm. you've even though you've never worked in the service industry, you are super like you're. She's like the person you're like. Oh, good, she's coming in. Nice. You know, like that's always good. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I, go. I definitely judge. Like you go on a first date, I judge that person if they're rude. Oh, oh man, I got right. so much judging for that person. Oh no, oh, yeah. come on. Oh yeah, you catch definitely. more bees with yeah. honey yeah. than you do vinegar. And it's you have to be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'll have this, blah blah. blah. And then yeah. if if they don't reciprocate your kindness and they're like dicks, and then you don't get your correct drink, or they're really really slow and it's not crowded, then I'll start tipping you badly, and you'll. Mm-hmm. You'll see kind of like the wrath of Coley, like a little bit of anger. Nice. Not Taco Man angry, but like angry. <laughs> right, right. The wrath of Coley. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, let's move on uh, to round three. You guys ready? Dun, dun, dun. Always ready. Well, I need to go get it, so I'm going to play a sweeper in the meantime. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. Okay. Booze League Radio. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, I think we're going to be uh, moving on. Uh, I think I, I still have half. You I still have half? half? I just finished mine. Okay. So. I, I'm. Oh, no. I'm what you all hate. Yeah. What the hell? I'm man? the person sitting there that drinks so long. I take yeah. back all the last four sentences. I'm I a camper. See, so can't if you're if it's mellow camping, I don't care. But yeah, if you need to turn over that table because there's a bunch of folks, then come on, move on with your life. Exactly, down with your bad self. It like, blew my mind. What do you need a nipple for that thing? When I went to uh, <laughs> when I went to Paris, you know, it was the first time I'd been. Well, second time I've been out of the country, but first time I really paid attention to restaurants. And apparently in Paris, if you have that table, because I mean, there's no tipping going on there. Mm. You have that table. That's yours all night until you leave. They yeah. do. Wow. You need to signal people to come to you. They will not like you know. In America, they're coming by. Hey, you need something. You need yeah, something. Yeah, you need yeah. something. In like Europe, that's your table. 
you make a reservation for seven o'clock, they just let it sit there till you, you show go. up. They wow. will not give it away. Damn. Um, I mean, that's your table. That's more of a, a social thing where you can sit there all day. And I remember being in Vegas uh, with a friend I won't name, who was really really mad at one of the waitresses at uh, the Rira, right next to uh, Mandalay Bay, one of my favorite Irish I pubs. I love Rira. Rira is so good. It's great. It was during Super Bowl. It was super busy, but mainly people were sitting and watching the game for long periods of time. But she was Irish. She wasn't American, so she wasn't coming by all the time. And it was making him so mad that she wouldn't come by. I'm like, just wave at her. She walks over. Yeah. This, this is European stuff, dude. This isn't like this isn't America where she's going to bother you. It's rude to come by and bother you because it makes you feel like unwanted. Right. And tipping is also different in Europe. I almost like, got in a fight with the bartender. They don't expect <laughs> no tips. tips right? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like weird. You just don't yeah. do it. And it getting into that habit, like I was over there for three weeks and you get into the habit and then you come back to the States. Well, number one, I came back. I was still 20 years old and I couldn't drink here. And it kind of sucked. <laughs> that was like a harsh reality. And then realizing down. that I still had a tip on food and I couldn't order alcoholic beverages was kind of a bummer. It's very sad. Ouch. It was sad. It was very sad. <laughs> After three weeks of like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Pour me a drink. I'll have two Guinnesses. Thanks. One for each hand. And then I come back here and I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, I almost seven got a, more months. <laughs> I almost got in a fight with one of the bartenders in England because I kept trying to tip him. He's like, no, mate. And he'd give it back. And I'm like, no, here, take it. This is a good thing. And our, you know, like, so we went back and forth. Like, it was kind of fun. But like, he's like, you don't do that here. Yeah. I'm like, well, how do I show you that, you know, a little love? How do I show Stupid you? Stupid American. Yeah. He's like, you buy me a pint. I'm great. What do you want? There you go. And that was it. And we were good friends. But nice. Anyway, speaking of pints. Here, Round three. Oh, we'll have another. Ping pong. We're all gonna get coming. Boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> uh, we on uh, we on to uh, World Cup? Oh yeah. Action. Dun, dun, dun. How's it work? Speaking of international drinking, I'm sure they're doing a lot of it in Russia. Well, uh, I don't know what the drinking age is there. I but. did see an article that they were running low on beer. That they no. did, they did not prepare enough. Ouch! Yeah. That sucks. Sounds like Russia. We can cover that on the next one. I'll, uh, I'll look up the details. Dang, on that dude, one. that's rough. But yeah. I did see that and go, "Ooh, well, that's no good." Putin that says, "No beer good. here. Oh. No beer for you." Dude, that's rough. <laughs> well, yep. Here we go. Uh, World Cup again. Seems like four years ago came up by pretty quick. 2018. Here we've got a. Some honorable mentions here for the first round. I don't know, man. I'm a soccer fan. My dad, we're not a huge soccer fan, but my dad was. So I've kind of okay. grown up with it. It's always been in the house. Um, and I don't know. I just get excited, especially if you can drink. Any excuse to drink early, right, <laughs> is a good excuse. But uh, but I've been trying to watch some of these games, and uh, they have some of them have been pretty good. There's been a lot of upsets. A um, couple little mentions here. We got, um, speaking of Russia, that's the host country, and they actually won their first game against Saudi Arabia, which is pretty cool. Um, Uruguay versus Egypt. Uh, Uruguay won, and actually, it, that's the country I kind of wanted to, the way to win. You say that's that's Uruguay. the first time Uruguay. I've heard it pronounced correctly. Yeah, Uruguay, Uruguay. That's amazing. I um, always say, yeah. <laughs> say it one more time. Say it one more time. Uruguay. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so they won. Wow. And, you know, I, that's the team I kind of wanted to win. So I'm rooting for Uruguay there. They won uh, against Egypt 1 to 0. Portugal versus Spain, that was a tie, which is pretty interesting. We got um, Ronaldo over there, and he plays for the Spanish League, but he was actually playing against, you know, his his country there, Portugal versus Spain. And uh, that was a hell of a game there. They tied it up. 
it's a little lackluster in the first round. They don't they tie. They don't do like the penalty kicks and stuff. Which well, I have, I have a question. Yeah. If they tie, then what happens? They each get points. It's like on a point system right now. Okay. So that tie could come in handy later on down the road if you're if another team that you're playing has the certain kind of score as well. So the points actually help as well. So so the teams, like let's say you said Russia beat Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. Is Saudi Arabia out now? Or is it like a round robin? Yeah, I believe there's two rounds that okay. they go to, three rounds. It's either two or three rounds that they play first, and then they accumulate points, and then they start doing the elimination. So, yeah, so they, they're playing for points right now. So Russia, obviously, they won 5-0. to zero. They have five points in there, so oh, that helps oh, them oh, out. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so Portugal and Spain each have three points. Um, Argentina versus Iceland, that was a 1-1. That was another tie. And that was an interesting one because uh, Leonardo Messi, he missed uh, – Messi misses. He missed, oh. he, yeah, he missed a crucial penalty shot. Like from no one blocking, he just miffed it. He just – he didn't do it right. And uh, that was a huge upset. Shit the bed. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Giveaway. Yeah. And then, uh, shoot, Mexico versus Germany. Mexico won and Germany zero, which was a huge upset. Um, Germany were the world champs from uh, four years ago. That was in uh, Rio, right? Uh, Brazil? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I believe was. so. I think it was because they, they, they were talking about, no. Were they uh, talking so, about Zika yeah. at that time? Oh, yeah, yeah. they were. They yeah. totally, yeah, Zika. And they Zika. were like, we were all worried You're about right. Totally. Was it Zika and the soccer players? Yeah, and they, they didn't think yeah. they had like ample room and yeah. accommodations, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was just going to be a cluster. You know what? Totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. they they did the uh, the World Cup, and then I think the Olympics two years later or something yeah. like that. It, so it was. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. in the so, mix. Yeah, they were. So yeah. Zika, yeah, and Zika was there for both. <laughs> for the, they yeah, were for concerned both. about the Olympians totally. getting Zika because they were like of, young kids. You friend know? of mine in Brazil was down there. He lived uh, just uh, south of Rio and got Zika. Oh. And he said uh, it's like the flu, but a hundred times worse. He Ouch. said it's just—it's basically all the flu symptoms, but it's just terrible. Oh, that sounds horrible. So, dang. Um, well, interesting side note on the Mexico versus Germany game. After Mexico won, seismic readings in Mexico went off. I heard about because that because they thought there was what? an earthquake because people were jumping up and down. So it much. actually, like on the Richter scale, yeah. showed movement. Wow. Yeah, Crazy. I heard about that today. That's actually, yeah. yeah, seriously, way to go, Mexico. Wow, that's uh, awesome. That might be my new team, actually, that I'm kind of rooting for. They they came out Underdoggies. guns ablazing. Um, let's see, a couple other notes. Brazil versus Switzerland, that was another tie. Um, you know, Brazil was definitely favored, especially they have this guy Neymar, who's like a soccer superstar. But he might be injured, actually. I was seeing some reports, and damn, if he's out, then I think Brazil would be out as well, too. Um, England versus Tunisia. England won. Which is awesome. They're one of my favorites. They got that full like soccer hooligan, like oi 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 kind of thing. I saw the very end of that game. It was uh, what Kane or something, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a crazy header on that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, that was just classic football right there, or soccer. I mean, it was amazing. So, um, and then um, Russia played again. There's a couple of you know they went into round two. Russia won again, which is kind of interesting. So. Russia's doing really well for themselves. Cheaters. Rigged. Yeah, I know. It's, it's some, some of those home totally countries. Rigged. I never know, you know. But um, okay, so enough of the highlights. I've got a couple high, uh, a couple other interesting notes here. We've got um, what I uh, what I called what people might be drinking while they watch the World Cup from home. Ooh. Okay. So uh, I've got some information from Rate Beer here. Um, I don't have the breweries where these beers are made from, but if you're interested in any of these because you're traveling there or want to just check it out, just go to RateBeer.com and they have a best of section for the for countries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see. We're going to start with number one in Tunisia. They have something called Golf Brow Dunkel. 
Mm. And it's a Dunkel beer. It's got a 3.04 rating. Um, you know, pretty sounds sounds nice. I mean, Dunkel. <laughs> It reminds me of the Dunkle My Pants yeah, from, from Big, Big Mountain. Yeah, from Big Mountain. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, and then Uruguay. And then they've got yes. a – yeah, they've got a – it's called Davok, and it's a IPA. That is their most popular beer there. Uh, that's got a 3.25 rating. Argentina has a, a beer called Juguetes Perdidos, which means um, – translates to Lost Toys. I can't translate all of these, but I can translate that one. That one's a Baltic porter, and it's aged in cognac barrels. Oh, yeah, sounds pretty good. That sounds huh? delicious. You know, there's kind of a lot of those in this list. Huh. Uh, it's got a 3.52 rating. Um, let's see here, number four, Mexico. They've got Insurgente Coco Chocoveza. So, is that stone? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's from that's like their number one. Maybe is that, is that stones? Because I was stone, thinking Insurgente does have a Chocoveza. So, I don't know yeah, if it's the same so one. Insurgente, I believe, is a brewery like in Tijuana. Oh, okay. so, so and, they make their own. And, ch- I, and I believe Chocoveza is a style of beer. So that Stone has one, but this is Insurgente's version. And it's just, it's an imperial stout That's as well. one hmm. of my favorite holiday yeah. beers. I always it's say good, it. It tastes huh? like Christmas in your mouth. Yeah. Like you get the nutmeg mm-hmm. and For you get sure. this. It's so good. It's yummy. That's it's a, it's my one of my favorite. favorites too. Definitely. That one got a 3.65 rating on it. So nice. um, well, yeah, most of these are pretty good. Portugal, they've got Mean Sardine. Vorgum. <laughs> Mean Sardine Vorgum. Uh, it's a black IPA, and that one rates at 3.74. Uh, let's see here. Iceland. Borg Surter. Borg Surter NR38. Number 38. So that's an imperial stout. And that's that, amazing. How, yeah. Do you know how to pronounce every language uh, out there or something? No, that one was totally pulled from air right there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, it sounds great. I'm not questioning uh, it. Go on. Uh, that one gets a 3.8 rating. Um, seven from Russia. We've got AF... Brew Zimnaya Melancholivia, which means winter melancholy. Who are you? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's <laughs> just the, a guy. He's the new international man of mystery. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I do. I'm down for that. That sounds real. I, I didn't know you knew. <laughs> like all these languages. I know. That's why every time, every time I hear my name, I'm like, dude, it sounds like the Siri, serious thing. Oh, man. Yeah. Sandro Arevalo. <laughs> <laughs> when I would call my mom on her old flip phone, it would be like, Nicole Cell. Nicole Cell. I'm like, it's Nicole. For the love of God, it's Nicole Cell. Nicole, so I'm like, oh my god. Oh man, so uh, that's a from Russia. That's a winter melancholy is what it translates to, and uh, it's a Baltic porter at 3.8 rating on that. Let's see, Brazil. We've got Tupinquim Monjolo. That one, I I hope I got right. Uh, Imperial porter. Yeah, it mm. sounds pretty good for an, for Brazil. I thought that maybe it'd be something a little lighter. But I guess they like their Imperial Porters down there. And that got a 3.83 rating. There is a thriving, yeah. thriving craft beer. South of the border, huh? Uh, well, like way south. Yeah, the, the cervecherias, I think mm. they call them, um, in Brazil are, are just popping. Nice. Like everybody loves it. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. World beer domination. Uh, okay, so Switzerland. They've got a BFM degustator. Degustator. Um, it's a sour red. That's cool to see a sour. Oh, that's yum. one of those like more popular, kind of like one of those Flanders. That's a 3.91 rating on that. We've got um, Germany, of course. Einger Celebator Doppelbach. That of one, you have a yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, Celebator Doppelbach. And that one's got a 4.03 rating. Well, we've got England, and this one, of course, England's got. They all have crazy beers, but I'm just going to the top ones for the top ratings here. Old Chimneys, Good King Henry's Reserve. 
That's an Imperial Stout, and that's got a 4.19 rating on it. Mm. And then, last but not least, can I get a drum roll, please, on number 12, which I was surprised. Here we go. Spain. Spain is number 12, and we've got Nomado Petroloco Imperial Stout. Melon's rated at 4.24. Wow. So there you go. A little they bit do of, love yeah. their imperial style. Of course. I mean, it, as do I. So I'm, I'm kind of excited yeah, about know, it's, that. It's a universal beer, I would think. You know, so you could probably like bro out or, you know, at least know that anywhere you go in the world that you can get something solid like that. And it seems like no matter what the climate is, it's probably. Yeah. Because I know in Jamaica, everyone thinks it's probably Red Stripe, but Guinness is the most popular oh, beer in Jamaica. It's a warm beer, really? too, right? Yeah, yeah totally. It's, uh, we, um, it wasn't popular at the resort I stayed at. I had so <laughs> much Red Stripe. Well, now, yeah. going on seven years ago, all I the Americans, yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, you don't want red stripe? Try red stripe light." I was like, Ugh. "Oh no, like, that's the worst." I just, yeah. I, could, I was no like, thanks. "Seriously, what I would not do for a Bud Light?" And I thought I'd never say that. But, like, I just <laughs> wanted something that was not oh, red stripe, man. that was light. Just, I bet oh. AB loved that little promo right there, little plug. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nilly, nilly. Water. <laughs> you, pretty much, yes. And that's I should have just drank water, oh. really. People suggested putting like tomato juice in it, almost like making it in, like a miche. Yeah. And I was just, I, I can't yeah. no more. Why? Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So do you guys have any favorites? Um, anyone that sticks out that you guys want to see win or anyone that you maybe have followed at all? No. I'll, um, no. No? No. Crickets chirping. <laughs> I knew the names. I knew. I've heard of Messi. Nice. I've heard of Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Popular my my sure. really good friend's son, he's like five. He is Utterly and completely obsessed with soccer. He wow. eats, sleeps, breathes, drinks, daydreams of soccer. Nice. That's all he talks about. Like, I I think he's putting all his eggs in one basket for him to become a soccer, soccer star. Basket? Yes. Nice. So he graduated um, from college, my friend, got his PhD or master's. And uh, his son was so excited when I came over for the party. He showed me all his soccer cards and he told me all about it. And he showed me all the moves. And nice. Yeah, so I at least recognize the names. There you go. I cool. think he wants Portugal. Portugal, nice. I think. Very good. Because that's where Ronaldo's playing, right? Yep, that okay. is. Nope. I think that's why. So this leads me into um, 2018 World Cup drinking game. Nice. You know, yes. before we start this, let's finish off the final round here. Dun, dun, okay. Round. Final round. Never mind that shit. Can you blow me where the Pampers is? I mean, that really got out of hand fast. I have a full beer left. This is really disappointing. This is, you know, in my defense, this is 16 ounces, and I have to drive home at some point tonight. That's a huge bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. Oh, man. So if you know me, you know that I will. Shame. 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 (laughs) Not be shamed. I will not be shamed. But I will find any way to incorporate drinking into anything, which is why when I figured out that we were doing a World Cup recap that I would uh, put on my Vulcaneers and dance my little fingers on the keyboard and find some World Cup drinking game rules. Nice. Let's hear it. I'm excited. First, pick a team in the match that you're watching. Mm. Very important to pick a team. Mm. These are the one sip rules. I'm sure I think this one kind of relates to beer. If you'd like to go, you know, get kinky with it, you could do hard alcohol and <sighs> see where that goes. Uh, Probably going to go bad. Some yeah. malort. So these, malort. <laughs> no malort. It tastes like something that would be a product of a gypsy curse. So for one sip, there's a goal kick, 
a TV shot of the Russian landscape. Okay. Oh, a man, gratuitous there's a shot. There's a lot more of those right? in gold. Yeah, there's a lot of those. <laughs> a gratuitous shot of random good-looking World Cup female fans. It's funny how they always show the good-looking ones. Of course. <laughs> they're, they're trained professionals. I know there's a stadium of ugly-looking motherfuckers in there, dude, and they just pick out, like, the ones. They have to. They probably have a spotter with, with uh, actual, like, binoculars going, <laughs> uh, section four. Yeah, uh, four no, it's Putin. Putin's on there going, that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> Bring her back to me and have <laughs> her washed. Have <laughs> uh, Anytime there's a corner kick. Ooh. Anytime Fox messes something up. Ooh. When Dang. your team flops. Ooh. And when your team fouls someone. So okay. those are all rules for one sip. Nice. Damn. Two sips. Cristiano Ronaldo takes his shirt off. <laughs> a yellow card is issued to someone on your team. When your team hits the post. Celebrity sighting on the TV. Any reference to the 2026 World Cup being in the U.S., Canada, Mexico. Which is probably a lot. They probably reference that a lot. Yeah. And if Putin shows up on screen while he's oh, screening shit. for women, you yeah, know, to bring yeah. back washed to himself. You got to chug your beer if he's shirtless on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's the rules for chugging your beer. Oh, oh we, we chugging get to beer. The, we Let's get to the chug, chug your beer. Oh, oh. Oh. Any mention of the USA not qualifying for oh, the World Cup. You have to chug your beer? Ooh. If there's a red card on the team that you choose. If your team scores a free kick golazo, you got to celebrate. I don't know. That's the penalty kick. Okay. Yeah. It's called a golazo? Golazo. You know, the hardest part, I think, for me about soccer is like... Oh, the Vuvuzelas. Oh, the Vuvuzelas? Well, it's all like, Remember I, like, in South Africa when they yeah, had that? Yeah, it was mainly South Africa. It's hard for me to like tune. It takes a while. My dad had one. It was. It was oh, it's it was terrible. Fun. It's horrible. It was, like, yeah. it takes me a while to tune that out, or I have to watch it on mute. Yeah. So this game, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I even think of those when I see like um, the little filters for your oil. Like, I'm like, oh shit, it's a Vuvuzela. <laughs> 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 and that, yeah. was, that was uh, being in South Africa. That that would be the ones where uh, there were pubs. I was living down in L.A. at the time. Pubs would be open at like 4 a.m. Yeah. Maybe even like 3 a.m. Depending because, I mean, they're basically the other side of the world. Yeah. So 3 or 4 a.m. There's only one time I showed up to a pub that early to watch. And I, I'd already been out. Yeah. Um, and those Vuvuzelas at that time oh, of the morning goodness. was just Too awful. much. It was no good. I can't. It's no, no bueno. Nope. And then last but not least, the last qualifying rule to chug your beer is the keeper joins the attack. Oh, that happened. That totally happened. Uh, Explain. What was that? Okay, so the team was down. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I was watching that. Is this like when a goalie, uh, they, they put another guy on, the goalie yeah. goes off on uh, on uh, but, uh, hockey? Exactly. Just like that, but the goalie doesn't leave. He just runs down. He's just another head. So he can't touch the ball anymore after he leaves a little area, but mm-hmm. he can kick and like use his head and stuff. But that happened not too long ago. I was kind of tripping out. But that happened, so someone would have had to chug their beer if that was their whole team, huh? Yeah, well, I think uh, I nice. think that's kind of fun. At least, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not a I'm not a huge soccer game. Obviously, you heard me ask a ton of questions <laughs> on this cast because I really um, I didn't know. So this makes it more fun for me because anytime you add alcohol to anything, like I said, for me is more fun. It might have been the Mexico Germany one because they were pissed that they were losing. They okay. did not want to lose to Mexico, and so they sent that guy down there. <laughs> they had a corner kick, and they sent him down there. It didn't work out, and then they had to run back the other way. So, so they had a corner kick. That's one step, and then yeah, they had to chug dude, their beer. Dude. 
Yeah. Um, I think we should post these rules because this is kind of fun. Oh, we definitely I think will. That's I, cool. I might, uh, Thanks for looking those up, though. That's rad. Yeah, that's of awesome. course. I thought it kind of paired well with your segment. So nice. Yeah, we will we'll definitely look that up. And so we have now reached the end of draft twenty nine. Nice. Already? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> This is the end of uh, Draft Wait, is this 29. the Weezer version or is this the OG version? You tell me. Weezer. Yeah, it's the Weezer version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's let's, way take, too. let's just take a moment here. This freaking song. I think this is going to be the next uh, Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Africa. I think that sure. people are going to start belting it at karaoke. Like, it's going to be yeah. that thing. I already saw that seagull meme uh, with this on. No way, really? You know what you want to talk about? It's got the four uh, where the seagull like basically bends his head all the way back and then like it looks like he screams something. So it leads uh, like, you know, it's all the lyrics until like it's, I bless the rains It's like that's the, the part where he's yelling. So, but anyways, that has been Draft 29. Um, wait, hold on. Let's just take a moment here. You guys ready? I'm so ready. Where's my lighter? Oh, yeah. Got a drink for that. Got a drink for that. Rains down in Africa. All right. Nice. <laughs> Good time. Uh, I feel better now. I got that out. Anyways, uh, you can follow us on uh, boozeleague.com. Of course, we post all. We'll post um, all the uh, the rules for the uh, drinking games as well as links to the relevant stuff we talked about today. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at boozeleague, Twitter at boozeleague, and of course August 11th. Go get your tickets now for the Surf and Suds Beer Fest. Awesome. I think it's Surf Beer. It's going to be a fun one. Surf, is it surfbeerfest.com? I know we got links surf on. This, I don't know if it's Surf Beer or Surf Brew. We got, a big, we got an event on, on the website, yeah. so we'll show you where to get the tickets. I awesome. do recommend getting them ahead of time because they do sell out every year. Yep. Other than that, um, I bless the rains down in Africa, and we'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.